Welcome to the Halloween edition of Sincere Community Webcast Podcast. I am your host, Frank. <laughs> right today, um, it's not exactly Halloween today. This is like a pre-recorded part. So, uh, as a member of the British Psychological Society, I'm just going through some of the subject material that's available to me as a member and student, because I'm still in my students here. Um, what I've downloaded for free, that's of my membership, is the Psychotherapy Section Review. It's number 67 of this year. Uh, it's an international special issue and clinical approaches to exceptional experiences. Now, there's an advance notice on this publication. Uh, it's to do with exceptional experiences and the reappropriation movements. So, uh, on a Friday the 13th, uh, May 2022, there was a conference. And uh, I think that went on till Saturday the 14th of May 2022 uh, within a clinical workshop. And it talks about the international expert meeting on clinical approaches to exceptional experiences. Uh, just to be really brief uh, in my commentary, um, it talks about the experience focus, right? And experience focus approach of dealing with so-called anomalous or exceptional experiences. So we're talking like phenomena, right? Phenomenon. And um, you might associate that with creepy stuff, (laughs) like hauntings and ghosts and things. You might associate it with synesthesia um, and synthets or PSI experiences um, or the paranormal and extrasensory experiences uh, as well as sort of focuses within science and natural sciences and particle science and things like that so and gravity and everything so what we're doing with this is hearing out the point that's being implement implemented right so what's being implemented is it's all right to have exceptional experiences and 
talk to a psychotherapist about your exceptional experiences um, within reappropriation movements yeah that obviously are experience focused approaches so it's all right yeah it's all right to tell your psychotherapist you've had an exceptional experience that's basically what the approach is and um you're not going against the mainstream like western sciences of telling your psychotherapist like it's accepted it's a somewhat of a norm it's kind of uncommon because it's still a little bit rare not everybody's had an exceptional experience um the clinical approach to exceptional experiences have been caught in a dilemma so they've so they claimed in the past and you know they shouldn't apply any judgments on clients disclosing exceptional experiences so there's no need to like overreact it's better to like let go and uh, be more skillful uh, without making extra psychological like judgments on a client um even in the need for therapy because of an ex- an exceptional experience so i thought that you know that's that's enlightening um when it comes to like paranormal or anomalous exceptional they're like three common adjectives for like some pretty strange experiences where peculiar things happen so with the theme of halloween coming up at the end of this month in october uh i saw fit to make a small episode about this um we're going into parts of the publication where the paranormal is normal so since the beginning of the british society uh for like physical research which goes back to like 1882 like surveys have shown the high prevalence of apparently paranormal experiences within the general population so like loads of people like having exceptional experiences um it's undeniable never questioned issue uh and a matter for science and scientists so like even america's right america's been involved and in 1975 the american sociologist andrew uh greeley yeah Andrew Greeley carried out a survey on the representative population of adults of his country and he concluded like quantitative quantitatively he concluded quantitatively pardon me quantitatively the experience of the paranormal appeared as a social normality so there we go how about that it's a slowly growing clinical field within psychotherapy and psychotherapists 
there's many references. They seem quite interesting. I'm still looking at it. I haven't really taken it all in yet. Clinical parapsychology experiences in daily practice. So, parapsychology, I associate that with ghosts and ghouls, maybe goblins as well. The study of claimed paranormal experiences such as telepathic connections. How about that? Precognitive dreams and psychokinetic disturbances. Wow. And the likes to that. Uh, it's a status that's been controversial, right? And it remains something of a taboo subject, I suppose. But it's also made most of its claims into the mainstream, right? Of like science and scientists. So since the 70s and 80s, it's like gained way more like public interest, right? And particularly in the Netherlands, like Amsterdam, Dutch people. Um, so it's going on about the involvement. Uh, Gerard Groysit. I don't know. I might have got his name wrong. Apologies. A well-known Dutch psychic. He's a police. He's in a police force. He's actually a detective in a police force. He worked often, uh, often on a featured radio and television program. It goes on about his background in electronics, and while he was studying technology at college, he came across an article about so-called electronic voice phenomenon. So, like EVPs, popularized by Konstantin. Rudive, Rudive, Constantine Rudive, in a in which it snatches of speech are attributed to spirits of the dead, and they're said to be like discernible amid the white noise produced by a tape recorder. So this is like the background field of the natural sciences of this universe, our solar system and solar weather and the earth and the moon, it's like full of electromagnetic energy. So, having said that, what if it's just someone down the road? Mm? In the background, someone down the road that's alive, alive and well, they're down the road, they're down the road, alive and well, on the other side of the earth, alive and well. They're not dead. Have you ever really thought about that? All these little apps that you can get where you tap into them and, and little gadgets and things uh, besides what you get on tablets and phones where you can sort of like tap into electromagnetic fields uh, or like these and listen to these EVPs and that. Well, this is interesting. It goes, oh, cool. it just goes, it goes on and on. It's quite... There's two columns of ser- like several multiple paragraphs. I'm already into like nearly 12 minutes. So like, and then it starts to go into uh, an article to it written by Erica Annabelle Pratt. My interest in clinical parapsychology. So she goes on to talk about clinical parapsychology and when it begun for her as a teenager... She's looking at the human condition, 
what it means to be human, what humans are capable of, what happens when humans die. She admits to being a very introverted person. And then she goes on about her love of text and integrative wellness, philosophy, spirituality, religion, psychology, and people's personal experiences. I'll just go on, I'll just try to skim through it. Uh, she gets into the parapsychological as an interest. She's like funneled herself right into it. For a clinical parapsychology perspective on others in quotation marks. She's making some reference here to terms being like spiders. She's an interesting metaphor. She's trying not to misinterpret the meaning of what people flat out despise when it comes to swatting them vigorously. So still on about the spiders of terms within her clinical parapsychology. I had to skip to the next column and her focus on the human experience and helping people in a tangible way with their exceptional experiences. Well, I think that's really interesting. I still haven't really read it. I was scrolling down. Um, who is Erica Annabelle Pratt? She's a MA, PhD. She's a candidate. More letters. University of Northampton. And her, her Gmail address. Right. Exceptional Experiences, E-X-E. So that's capital E, little x, capital E. And bonding styles, autonomy and bonding as basic human needs and as structural determinants of E-X-E. Wolfgang Fuck. Um... In exceptional experiences, his contribution to the human experience. In human experiences, uh, it may deviate <laughs> from a normal experience a little, I suppose, although not, not everybody, not everybody's had an EXE uh, within the conventional convictions and conditions of reality. So, right. Here we go. Uh, he goes on, he's talking about his philosophy. He's obviously going to get into something ironic from what I've noticed, talking about the presupposition and de defining the EXE. He goes on to explain more and his counselling requests. That's interesting. Wow, he really does go on and there's like diagrams as well oh the coincidence of the phenomenon a disassociation from the phenomena ex other external phenomena of the rest of the environment and internal phenomena from the rest of the environment <laughs> right and typical patterns uh, I think all that 
environmental influence. Wow. So we're sort of 16 minutes into this podcast. This is really interesting. Um, there's even more diagrams and more of this fantastic publication f- in terms of the part that Wolfgang Fuck has added. It goes on and on. He's written the good, like, wow, a gigantic part with loads of. Loads of references there, and citation, <laughs> loads and loads. And, well, that's fantastic. Now where, what can a psychologist do for you? So in terms of accessing a psychologist, well, what can a psychologist do for you? Uh, especially one that specialises in psychotherapy. What can a, psycholo- a psychologist do for you who specialises in psychotherapy? Well, they can help you. Yeah, they can give you some counselling, introduce you to arts and therapy in general. Uh, They can help you within the society and society members and publications. They can coach you in that as well and help to make a proper connection with your psyche and your needs. It can help you with your views um, and help you review any issues or problems. If it's anything like this, uh, I wouldn't really call it... I call it more more of a perspective. This is more of a prospect. This is like within prospects. This is, although clinic, like to be a bit clinical about it, it's of some therapy. But and I also have a personal experience of my own. You know, like I mean, I almost killed myself when I was an infant, and almost bled to death. What? So like, you know, I've had and I've had some one or two like creepy, <laughs> exceptional experiences. Um, here and there, along the way in life. Uh, And I've had some extra sort of sensory natural science experiences with the kind of, like, electric background and that here and there at certain times of the day and that. I've also, like, had some UFO experiences. So I'm actually really public with... uh, You can find clips and that of my own personal, like, videos that I made with in some, like, within ufology and, like, UFOs. Uh, They're on Facebook and YouTube. You might even find one or two links on my Twitter. Um, All right. So it goes on. It's like in a healing. If you needed, like, a healing experience or alternative therapy that was complementary, then... Like a psychotherapist can help you, and that's like what I'm looking at. I'm specialising in within my counselling and everything. So, um, and being a holistic detox therapist as well as a mental health first aid, like you know, alumni. So, um, and so I'm specialising in 
being able to like manage that type of relationship with a prospect or even a client or like that of a patient um if a patient was like around some other levels that is all right for me to deal with but i would actually have to do that within being peer like peer reviewed at in leads like senior leads um so like i would be assisting it's good for be good for my research i personally don't have a prospect or client or patient like who's beyond my academic like attainment so like the kind of level four level five or level six level seven type patient i don't i don't have those type patients uh within my working relationship so i'm not having to communicate with seniors um on that level uh engaging with seniors who give me scenarios to you know within the concept of all the kind of medical law stuff that i'm dealing with um yes i engage with them you engage with them through youtube and facebook stuff like that online they're local as well kind of like or exeter or plymouth in bristol and so on and that and they get together and they go through some simple you know like scenarios online or you can check out the pre-recorded stuff which is available like youtube and stuff like that um as well or like even medal m-e-d-a-l-l where they have conferences and they leave the recordings there with like catch-up content and stuff like that so stuff like that is available to engage with um especially within single best answers if you're studying any of the anatomy type stuff and that or psychobiology which is what i do as well um wow the publication really just goes on and on there's loads and loads of pages sometimes they're like really brief um and they're just like journals just don't have like more than more than 10 pages this has got like more than 65 pages it goes on and on anyway i'm gonna leave it at that otherwise we'll be doing a whole episode for an hour which is like really rare um that's more for like album releases um like 22 minutes into it it's about to be 23 minutes i'm gonna say thank you very much have a really fantastic or have a really exceptional halloween experience there we go everyone have an exceptional halloween experience this october Stay safe, stay well, (laughs) take care of yourselves. (laughs) Thanks for listening.